Hello, my beautiful sisters, and welcome to Get Out of Your Grave, Sis, the podcast. I'm your host, Samara Barrett, and this podcast is brought to you by Healed Woman Ministries. I am so excited to embark on this journey to wholeness with you. So my ministry was designed to educate, equip, and empower women just like you to overcome abuse, addictions, and trauma through Christ-centered recovery. You can think of this podcast as an open, honest, and transparent space to unpack painful lived experiences while I attempt to answer some of your burning questions. So are you ready to get up out of your grave, sis? If so, I'll see you in my next episode. What is up, my beautiful sisterhood? Welcome back to my channel, y'all. Happy New Year, y'all. We just got through the first week of this brand new year of our Lord and Savior 2022, okay? We already made all of our old year jokes about 2020 part two, okay? We are stepping into new, beautiful provision, abundance, clarity, favor, come on someone, all the good things that are promised with, uh, yeah, all the good things that are promised with new beginnings, can I say that? (laughs) We are absolutely looking forward to naming and claiming in this year, I'm so grateful to have you all in my life. I'm so grateful to be stewarding over this beautiful ministry that the Lord has blessed me with. I'm so grateful that we are now Healed Woman Ministries. Come on, someone, so that this ministry can surpass my lifespan and and continue to impact and empower and educate and equip and inspire women all over the world. Okay, we're a growing global ministry, international ministry. Praise the Lord. And we are reaching far corners of the earth so that we can continue to impact and spread the gospel, spread God's love, let women know that he is a God of healing, of comfort, of restoration, of rejuvenation, okay? He is a God of more than second chances. He is our father, savior, redeemer, messiah, kinsman, redeemer, okay, someone. He is our heavenly husband. We are his bride. As y'all can tell, I'm just super excited to be on the air this Saturday morning, so Praise all for rocking with me, and let's get into what we're going to talk about today. If you have been rocking with me since the inception, I love you. You are truly an OG sister, okay? You are the original, original, you know, follower, first followers of the early days. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Samara Barrett. I am on a mission to become a woman of extraordinary faith, and I am also being positioned to help educate, equip, and empower my fellow sisters in Christ to, one, lead lives of extraordinary faith, and two, overcome things that hold them back, such as abuse, addictions, and trauma through Christ-centered recovery. So that is the mission of my ministry. That's the ministry the Lord has placed on my heart. And I am a girl on a mission to, to, you know, fulfill my assignment on this earth. So if you would like to become part of a growing ministry, girl, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button or follow this podcast, however you're listening or subscribing to this message. I appreciate your, you know, excitement and your interest in becoming part of this growing sisterhood, this community of believers. And today I really wanted to start with something kind of light and just, you know, easing into the new year. If you've been following me or have seen some of the stuff I've posted, it's been kind of heavy, you know, ending the year on some very interesting notes. And so I definitely wanted to start to set a different pace for today going forward into the new year. And so last week we spoke about a fresh start, you know, starting, you know, ending the year on the note that we ended it on in terms of reflecting and thinking about what we can do differently in this new year as it relates to relationships or goals for yourself 
or as it relates to just becoming aware, you know, being aware is just as much a goal as any other because the first step is always recognition. So just becoming aware that you are in an abusive cycle, a cyclic, you know, relationship with a narcissist or just with someone who is just out to, you know, who is just <laughs> possessed by that spirit of of destruction and and just, you know, wreaking havoc on your life. And so we are, you know, getting in position to become aware getting the resources that we need through this channel and through other ways that you gather information and resources. And we are on a mission to become the best version of ourselves, walking out of our graves, allowing God to call us out of our graves and into his marvelous light. So that's kind of been the trajectory of my channel so far this year. We are definitely going to continue breaking down emotional abuse, narcissism, all that ugly stuff that we definitely need to bring to the surface to be able to move forward, to be able to, you know, walk out of this this grave, to be able to leave behind the toxicity that comes with abuse and lack of self-love and, you know, self-abandonment and all those things that we will continue to break down on this channel. So today I wanted to do a quick exercise with you and then we're going to hop off because I know y'all are trying to enjoy the snow if you live in the the on the east coast we got some snow this this past week enjoy the snow or whatever is left of it and just get on with your busy lives okay get back to hustling on this saturday morning so with that said i want us to begin to focus on intention focusing on intention and how we can begin to be intentional in every area of our life so when i say intention what does that mean I want us to be purposeful. I want us to start seeking purpose in the things that we do and the things that we listen to, the things that we watch, okay? What comes into our mind, you know, will come out through our mouths, okay? The Bible says to guard your heart above all else because that is where everything flows from, okay? That is the life source in which everything flows, my dear, okay? So we're becoming intentional. We are becoming purposeful. We are doing things with intention, focus, clarity, and confirmation from the Lord this year. Okay, my dear. And honestly, that ties right back into what I was saying about awareness, becoming aware that things are not in alignment in your life, becoming aware that certain relationships and friendships and even acquaintances aren't serving you this year. Okay, my dear, becoming aware of the patterns in your life in yourself. Okay, the Lord has been taking some of us through a pruning season, pruning season in that he is, you know, taking some things out of us. He is, oh my goodness, I love this analogy. So in John chapter 15, verses one through five, I want to pull up the exact wording of this scripture real quick. And so we begin in verse one, John chapter 15, again, John chapter 15, verses one through, let's go through five. So the title of the text is the relationship of believers to Christ. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And verse five, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. 
By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Amen, someone. So that is what the Lord is saying in this verse. I have been picking this verse apart on my other channel on the struggles of a faith walk, and it is such a beautiful passage. It's really been on my mind and something that the Lord's been pressing into my spirit. And I decided, I, in the spirit of doing something new, Lord, new year, you know, you are doing something new, Lord, Isaiah 43, 18. Come on, someone. I'm going to do something new, you know, for the beginning of this year on this channel so that I can share with my sister, share with you all that the Lord is doing something new. He is asking us to abide in him and he's telling us what he's going to do so that we can abide more abundantly in him. Okay. So the Lord, going back to the pruning analogy, the Lord's been pruning some of us. He's been letting us know, my daughter, this is not where I want you to go. This is not what I have for you. This is not the pasture, you know, that will, that is your promise. Okay. This pasture is not your promise right now. When I say pasture, that could represent anything that's not serving you, anything that you, a situation maybe that you've entered into that the Lord has not ordained, that he has not orchestrated. It could be acting outside of his timing and ending up somewhere that you're like, Lord, this is not where you told me to be. And he's like, I know my daughter, I never told you to go there. I never told you to do that thing. I never told you to reach out to that person or, or let that person into your life. So the pastor represents a place where what God has promised you and what you see are on two different levels, you know? And that can also happen in relationship planes where you are in a relationship for, you know, fleshly reasons, I want to say, or you pursued a relationship because of, you know, your own understanding of it, or maybe your own preference of dating that particular person, or maybe you've been bamboozled, you know, you've been hoodwinked and deceived by a wolf in sheep's clothing and you find yourself, you know, in the deep wondering, Lord, how do I get out of this abusive toxic relationship how do i get out of this relationship that is not serving me that is drawing me farther away from you and ultimately draining me emptying me of any you know any fruits of the spirit any discernment any wisdom i may have to get out of it or to see past this relationship right now and so i wanted to use this analogy because i feel like a lot of us especially myself are in this season where the lord is trying to get us out of those very situations we've put ourselves in he's trying to get us out of messes that we've made he's trying to, to show us the new thing that that he's doing in our lives and he's saying my daughter i need you to allow me to prune you i need you to let me in so that i can do a new work in you so i can you know do a new work so i can renew you from the inside out so that your transformation is true and earnest and deep you know it's not a superficial level transformation it's not something it's not a, it's not simply a glow up you know it's not simply a physical glow up but it is an internal glowing okay it's an internal rewiring of your circuit okay sticking with this light analogy god wants to rewire you my dear in this new year so before i continue you know on my soapbox preaching a little bit I'm here to encourage you all to let God do that. And how are we going to do that? With intentions, my dear. When I say intentions, if you've never heard of New Year's resolutions, goal settings, you know, these are all similar. But, you know, when I think of intentions, I think of something a little bit more permanent. You know, I think of something a little bit more than a New Year's resolution in the way that the, the connotation with New Year's resolution is that it doesn't last very long. Or the, I guess the running joke is that New Year's resolutions only last as long as, you know, the first month of the year. But I really want this to be a longer, a goal or an achievement that you set for yourself or an accomplishment that you're like, this is what I want to achieve this year or this month, you know, make it, make it 
you know, measurable so that you can break it down. And so it's not like this overwhelming, oh, I want to grow deep in Jesus Christ. Like that's an overwhelming and very vague, you know, albeit intention, but you have to break it down so that it's in the daily because that's where we achieve the goals. That's where we achieve, you know, the 2% change every day, every day. We're, you know, we're picking away, chipping away at these intentions in broken down goals and tasks and, and, and deliverables, okay, so to speak. So when we think of intentions, I want you to think of two to three larger goals or aspirations for yourself for this year in any area of your life where you can pick two to three for each area of your life. And I want you to really think about where you are now, where you would like to be, and the space between where you are now and where you would like to be in Jesus Christ. Those are the goals. Okay, those are the tasks. Those are the goals. Those are the steps you need to take to get from where you are now to where you envision or where God has placed a vision on your heart, okay? God has a place for you. God has a place that he desires to take you. He has a place that he desires to elevate you and level you up, my dear. But there are some steps you're going to have to take between now and then to get there. And there are some, you know, you have to participate. You have to cooperate. We are co-laborers with Jesus Christ and this great work he's put on our heart. And we are going to have to do the work as long as he is leading and guiding and not leading on our own understanding and following him, you know, fervently, obediently, and, and in a timely manner, you know, obediently and immediately. So, Talking about intention. So let's, let me give you an example of some of the things I'm thinking. So the Lord has placed a vision on my heart. You know, for example, this is real. Okay, I'm being transparent, moment of transparency here. The Lord's placed a vision on my heart. In order to get there, I have to do some work. You know, he's given me some assignments in this season to be able to get to that next level. He's absolutely going to level me up, but I have to participate. Okay, so one of my goals is to grow the impact of this ministry. I can't do that alone. I need God. That's a God-sized dream. And he's going to help me because he's going to, you know, put destiny partners on my path. He's going to give me the resources to do so. He's going to give me the wisdom. But I have to, what, read my Bible. I have to get into the spirit. You know, I have to be so filled with the spirit that I can then pour out from the spirit to be able to record, you know, podcasts like these or to be able to get on camera every week and give you all a fresh word. Like I have to do my part and then the ministry will grow. The impact will grow from there. So I want you all to set even big goals for yourself, even goals that scare you, okay? If it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. I've heard that somewhere. And at first I was like, that's, ugh, no. But then I thought, yeah, like, yes, this makes perfect sense. This is incredible. So make big goals for yourself. Make big visions, okay? God-sized dreams. God-sized dreams. I'm absolutely an advocate for God-sized dreams because he is the only one that can sp- fill the space between where you are, where he has you right now, and where he desires to take you. So write those big intentions down, write those big dreams down, write down, you know, dollar amounts, write down specific, you know, amounts and, and places, but you know, don't limit God, give God space to surprise you because he absolutely will. And then I want you to think about where you are and where, where those goals are and what you need to do. And you may have to do some homework, do some research, my dear, about what it will take to get to that next level. And that's the that's the part of the intention. You have to be intentional about chipping away at those goals, at the in-between, at the space in-between every single day. How can you work towards these goals? How can you work towards your set intentions in Jesus Christ moving forward every day? Okay, my beautiful sisters, I will give you one last example as it relates to relationships because I know that's the focus of our particular channel. But these intentions can be set in in any area of your life. I want you all to know that. And I encourage you to do this exercise. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year specifically, but as early as possible so that you can begin to frame and craft and 
getting control of or release control rather to the Holy Spirit as early as possible in, you know, in this year, in this month, in this day, you know, start your intentions at the beginning of the day, start your intentions at the beginning of the week, you know, tomorrow, Sunday, the day that I, I record, you know, of course, depending on when you listen, start your intentions on Sunday for the rest of the week, you know, start your intentions in January for February and March so that you have a clear vision of where, of where you're headed of, of you know, and that drives purpose in every area of your life it drives purpose in everything that you do everything that you you know watch listen to consume everything that you do on your job things that you think I mean your intentions will will dictate so much of your if not all of your life and all the decisions you make over the course of a day so I absolutely absolutely recommend setting intentions around the vision that God has given you so let's talk about relationships let's talk about setting intentions in the relationship realm for many of us that are either, you know, there there are three different, you know, phases that any of my sisters listening now could be in. You could be actively in a relationship with a narcissist. You could be aware and aware of that relationship and actively stepping out of it, actively leaving. Or you could be recovering. You could be in a stage where you have left, you have no, gone no contact, you are not in contact unless, of course, you have kids and you have to maintain some level of contact with your narcissistic ex and you are walking away and walking and healing. So I want to, you know, speak generally enough that it can cover any three of those scenarios. I am in the third scenario so that you all know I'm in the third scenario where I have walked away. I've maintained no contact for a year, y'all. A whole year ago, I said goodbye, closed the door on the wolf in my life, and I have not looked back since, okay? It's kind of like my anniversary a little bit, which is why I'm so big on intentions, because if I were intentional last year about my healing journey, I think I would have been so much further along. So that is, you know, the benefit of my experience that you all get so that you can start being intentional when you walk away, when you go no contact, that is being intentional. You are deciding I am not going to contact this person because he's bad for me. He or she is bad for me. And we are walking away from toxic love. Love should not hurt. Okay. (laughs) So intentions can permeate any area of your life. And so when we think about intentions in the relationship realm, I want you to be like, this is where you really have to surrender to Jesus, okay? Because maybe the reason why you got into a situation is because you moved out of your own timing, was because you moved out of your own desires, because you moved on a preference. You just moved out of alignment with Jesus Christ. And we don't want that for you. So in the realm of relationships, I really want you to focus on surrendering rather than planning because when you surrender those, those, when you surrender that area of your life, those things to God, those desires, he is absolutely going to give you the desires of your heart. If you surrender to his timing, his pace, his direction, his situation, his plans for your life, his will, not yours, my sister. So in the area of relationships, I encourage you this year to surrender. Surrender the need to be in control Surrender the need to reach out to that ex. Surrender the need to maintain even minimal contact with that person unless absolutely necessary, okay? I understand some situations with kids or if you are, you know, related to this person or you work for this person, unfortunately, you cannot go completely no contact unless the situation changes. But, you know, for the sake of your sanity and the beginning of your healing journey, I really want you to be intentional about surrendering. Surrender that control. Surrender that desire to reach out to them surrender the need to obsess can we just you know be transparent for a second surrender the need to be completely obsessed with researching every single thing about narcissism 
because trust me when you discover that you have been hoodwinked by a devil it is so you know it is so it's just human nature to want to research the crap out of it so that you can you know I don't ever want to be fooled again I will never be you know caught with my pants down I will never be pulled you know the wool will never be pulled over my eyes because I'm going to get all the knowledge and education I can and information out there about narcissism sis you will drown okay you will absolutely drown trying to figure out everything there is to know about narcissism don't do it please I did that three plus years ago when I was with my first ex and we were on a break and I was like, yo, this sucks. I hate this guy. He treats me like crap. Why does he treat me like crap? And that that Google search, why does my boyfriend hate me or why does my boyfriend treat me so bad? Took me down a bunny hole I wish I could unsee, okay? So when I say surrender the need to obsess, I mean, I know you are going to want to know more. But don't let curiosity kill you, my dear. Don't overdo it, okay? Pace yourself. You know, feast on the spirit. As much as you would love to feast on Google searches, okay? Feast on the spirit right now and say, Lord, I'm hurting. I'm hurting right now. This sucks. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm tired of being a punching bag. I'm tired of being the scapegoat. I'm tired of being the, you know, the victim blamed or the the one who's always blamed. I'm actually tired of being a victim and I'm ready to walk in your power. And just rest in that, my dear. Just rest in that prayer. Rest in God's promises to heal you and restore you and resist the temptation to outsmart the narc. You know, outsmart the narc with knowledge because you just won't. Like, you just need to surrender, admit that you were in love with a lie, cut them off, and move on. Move on, my dear sister, okay? So those are some of the things I want to help guide you along this intention setting, especially in the realm of relationships, because... It's so important to remember that the best position we can be in as we continue to heal and as we, um, as we continue to, to surrender to God's will is submitted, okay? You need to be submitted to this process. You need to be absolutely surrendered and just completely open and vulnerable to the process of healing because only then will true transformation take place. So with those guidelines on how to set intentions and surrender to the Holy Spirit's movements and, you know, waiting for the Lord to prune and take away branches that do not bear fruit, I'll leave you all with that word, with those instructions, my dear. I am always praying for you all, praying for your recovery, for your success, for your complete overhaul in the Holy Spirit because he is absolutely doing a new work in you and me and everyone under the sound of my voice. So with that said, I will see you all in my next episode. Stay blessed, my sister. If anything mentioned during this podcast resonated with you, I'd love to hear your feedback. There are many ways to connect with me. First, via email at samarabarethministries at gmail.com. That is S-A-M-A-R-A-B-H-A-R-A-T-H ministries at gmail.com. Or you can find me on social media at Samara Barreth on Facebook, or you can follow my Healed Woman Ministries page on Facebook or Instagram at, at Healed Women Ministries. I'd love to connect with you, so don't hesitate to find me, sis.